A very good evening to you and welcome to People of Note on Classic 1027. I'm Richard Cock, and every Sunday at this time from 6 to 8 we talk to someone who is a person of note and listen to music of their choice. My guest in tonight's program is Aaron Smythe, who is a dancer. He's been with the uh, American Ballet Theatre, with Joffrey Ballet and with the Royal Ballet, and he's visiting South Africa at the moment. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's wonderful to have you here. And we'll find out what you're doing here and what you have done here. Because I believe this is your 15th visit to South Africa. Yes, it is. And um, I'm pretty um, impressed with that personal travel stat. <laughs> but um, I've started to stop, stop um, counting now. But yeah, yeah, I've been here quite a few times. That's amazing. Uh, and what brought you here initially? Well, I first competed at the South African International Ballet Competition in Cape Town uh, in 2010, and um, I met Mr. Uh, Dirk Badenhurst, who is the um, the founder of Mazanzi Ballet, and he brings me out for um, productions and galas, and um, that's kind of the reason why I've kind of come to South Africa. Uh -huh. Yeah. And what are you doing here at the moment? I'm performing in two productions uh, at Monte Casino. It is one is Ballet Meets Jazz and the other is Ben Ngazi, choreographed by Adele Blanc. And one has just finished. Uh, Ballet Meets Jazz has just finished. But coming up from next Wednesday to next Sunday is Ben Ngazi. And it's all happening at the Monte Casino Peter Turin Theatre. Yes, that's correct. And have you performed all over South Africa? Uh, I've I've actually performed in Durban, Cape Town, and Johannesburg. So I'm, that's pretty much covers yeah. quite a bit of well, South Africa. So three of the big cities, anyway. Yeah. Um, have you managed to see any of the rest of South Africa while you've been here, or are you always too busy? Uh, there was one trip actually. Uh, I uh, was fortunate to go on a safari uh, in uh, Botswana at Chobe, which yeah, was nice. just incredible yeah. and. To be honest, one of the most beautiful trips, I think, of my yeah. life, just seeing all the, you know, I yeah. think it's just so no, magical. No, Chobi is very special. Yeah. Let's listen to your uh, first choice of music, and then we'll go back to find out how you got into this world of ballet. This yep. is music by Daniel-Francois Aubert, Grand Pas Classique. That was music by Aubert, Grand Pas Classique, played by the London Symphony Orchestra under Richard Bonning, the choice of Aaron Smythe, who's my guest in People of Note. Aaron, you come originally from Australia. Yes, yes, the Gold Coast. Just tell us where the Gold Coast is, because I know that we had a cricket match played at the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Gold Coast is actually a town, so it's uh, just 30 minutes north of Brisbane. Uh, and it's this beautiful beach town, uh, fresh air, um, you know, I'm a beach boy at heart, which is so nice. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so grew up there on the Gold Coast, yeah. And how did you get involved in ballet? Well, I was uh, starting to do, um, I was very sporty and athletic as a kid. I was doing swimming, soccer, uh, athletics, and um, I used to, like, hang on the goalposts. <laughs> and my grandma said, why, why, what? you should put him into gymnastics or something. So I started out with gymnastics. And then my sister was doing uh, dance classes and I said, mum, hey, can I try this as well? She's like, okay, I guess go <laughs> along. And then uh, the minute I stepped in the studio, I knew this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I think I was eight years old. And it was a really powerful moment for me to realise how powerful dance was at such a young age. And uh, I was extremely passionate and... Um, uh, I guess 
when I actually won my first ever competition at, when I was nine, and then my mum was like, okay, we better take this seriously. So, so yeah. thank you, Granny. Thank you, Granny. Yes, exactly. And thanks, Mum. Yeah. No, it's amazing how these things happen. You know, I, I can remember when I got hooked on music. I was singing mm. in a choir, mm. and something happened. Uh, you know, something spoke yeah. to me inside, and I thought, man, this is it. Completely. You just know. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I don't know where this is going, but I just know intuitively that yeah. this is something that I'm born to do. Yeah. And so from there, was there good training in Australia? Yes, uh, there's incredible training in Australia. I feel I had some amazing teachers and uh, I guess I wouldn't be the dancer today without that beautiful training. And um, so I stayed in Australia until I was 17 and then I moved to... Uh, the New York, gosh, um, one of the biggest cities in the world. At the age of 17? At the age of 17, uh, not knowing a soul. And it was a huge leap for me, but I was just so passionate. And I knew that's exactly what I wanted to do. And I attended the Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis School at American Ballet Theatre on full scholarship. So that was um, a really um, big leap for me. And is ballet big in Australia? Ballet, it's getting better. And there's, um, there's only a few companies. Like in America, there's like, I kind of say every town has a company sort of thing so there's so many companies in america but in australia there's only a few so um i felt like i really wanted to travel and explore the world and um dance with as many companies as possible well you were obviously feeling good and that's your next choice by <laughs> leslie brickus what a great song that is feeling good nina simone <laughs> uh, leslie brickus the composer. It really is a powerful song. We did that recently in a big outdoor concert and it never fails to move people. I think so and I um, I actually have a it's one of my uh, pieces that um, I perform all around the world too is that song and I just actually fin finished performing to that in Shanghai and I won the um, uh, jury, special jury award for the best performance with that um, piece so it is really moving and I really enjoy dancing to it. Do you choreograph your own pieces or does uh, someone that, that help you? That piece I with? actually choreographed so yeah. because I felt so moved by the music uh, it kind of um, I normally get a choreographer or to choreograph pieces but if I feel inspired enough I will uh, you know choreograph my own piece. I'm always fascinated by dancers because Relatively speaking, your lifespan as a dancer is not so long. Yes, correct. Um, and then people move into other fields like choreography mm -hmm. or management or yes, whatever yes. it is. Uh, do you enjoy choreographing things? I, I wouldn't say I'm a choreographer, but yeah. I do enjoy at times um, creating, yeah, things. creating things. And I think I'm, I, I wear a lot of hats too. I'm very creative. I've just started filmmaking as well, which is all to do with movement. Um, you know, I, I just love creating. And I think just being a creative creator, that's what we're born to do on planet, on this planet Earth, right? So I, I really, really, um, after dancing, I will always be creating. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that you'd been to New York and at the age of 17. Yes. Uh, which seems quite young to break into that scene. But I guess as a dancer, you've got to get on with it because you, can't do you, you haven't got so long. Yeah, to yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, a lot of dancers, I think, if you're especially in ballet, you kind of start um, 
you go to full-time school, I guess, at the age of 15, and you already join a company, 17, 18, and your career is at its prime. Like, I'm in my prime at the moment, and, like, it's already going down, you know? So um, That's a bit of a scary thought. It is, it is. uh, But it's it's exciting to know that, oh, we can just... The, the time is now to just yeah. do it, to do, just go for it. So give us an idea of what you did in America because you were with American Ballet Theatre and the Joffrey Ballet yes. and Royal and Ballet. The, yeah, I've, I've danced uh, with three of the most prestigious companies in the world, yeah. which is pretty, um, pretty um, great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because um, we've had uh, Leslie Dunner mm-hmm. uh, is a conductor who first came here with the Harlem Ballet Theatre, and he was connected with Joffrey yeah. for a while. But you mentioned New York, and here's New York State of Mind. Billy Joel with New York State of Mind, the choice of Aaron Smythe, who's a ballet dancer who's with me in the studio for People of Note this evening. How long did you spend with these companies that you were with? Because, I mean, you don't look all that old now, and, <laughs> and you've been with these three leading companies. Yes, yes, correct. Um, to be honest, I was in New York for three years, and then um, I then moved on. Um, it's so interesting. I I really wanted to be in a company, but then the universe kind of just like, you know, it, things happen, and I had to move to another one and then to another one until I was actually forced to go on my own and I felt um, after New York I went to South Africa actually and I guested in the production of Don Quixote and then that was kind of my first glimpse of freelancing and guest artists um, being and a guest of artist. being free yeah and being free and I think it, there's so much um, joy and um, abundance in being free and being on your own schedule and being and meeting new people and travelling the world and I think my spirit loves that and I long for that. So, and then after that, I joined the Royal Ballet and then I was in a company again in an environment. And I was like, oh, do I like this? Do I know? You know, I was just always yeah. toying up and there was this like this tug of war, but um, like being free and then being in a company. So then, and then I moved on and I moved back to the States to join the Joffrey Ballet. And uh, then I was dancing soloist principal roles, which was really exciting. And then all these other opportunities came up to be freelance and guest artists again. So I kind of just made a decision to just to stop the whole company life and go out on my own. And do you manage your own career? I do. Yes, I do. Um, Which also gives you an, a feeling of empowerment. It does. Yeah, it very does. And I, it kind of, and I did a musical too, An American in Paris on the West End, which is amazing. Uh, so I'm branching out, you know, into different avenues. And um, I guess the biggest thing for me is am I um do I have joy in my life am I happy and I'm am I at peace so I really make sure that and the answer is yes absolutely (laughs) yeah I'm living I'm living that way and that's kind of like my mantra now these days yeah Yeah. that's wonderful (laughs) um and and obviously you get to travel quite a lot I do I do and I absolutely love it I to be honest um I try to have a base somewhere, but as I said, the universe... Where, where is your base? To be honest, I don't. I, my suitcase. It's just me and my suitcase. And I, my family's in Australia. I, I kind of live in LA and I kind of live in London. And so the world's... I'm a global and citizen. And you've got a foot in South Africa. And I've got a foot... It is. It's, just kind, it's absolutely ridiculous. But um, this is how I, I live my life these days. And it's, it's very freeing to just get up and go and... Um, I think there's a lot of, there's this term nomad, you know, digital nomad. I guess I am a nomad at the moment and I'm just enjoying it one day at a time. That's fantastic. 
But we need you, Lord. This is Jonathan Butler. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so you travel the world and you go wherever people want you. Go Just tell, workers, us, yeah. tell us where some of the places you've been. Gosh. I mean, we know you've been to yeah. America and Britain yeah, and America, South Britain, Africa. Uh, I've toured uh, Italy, Spain for six weeks. Uh, far East at all? Uh, far, not so much. Asia, um, Tokyo, Japan. Oh, yeah, that's Asia, is it? Uh, Tokyo, Japan, um, China. I've done lots of international ballet competitions yeah. that have taken me everywhere where dance, like, there are places that my mum also travels with me to, which is it's exciting for her as well. And uh, she kind of acts as my mumminger in a way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've kind of been ever at Turkey. Did your sister continue with dancing? No, no. She no. quit uh, when I were, when she was 12. So uh, And then I kind of took the reins on that. But um, Hey, there was competition from down below. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was. <laughs> uh, no, but she's not involved in dance yeah. anymore, no. Okay, so you at least have a travelling companion, though. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, normally it's by myself as yeah. well. And I just love experiencing new um, cultures, the people. I mean, I'm very fortunate to say I've got friends all over the world. And every time I'm, I'm not, the saddest part about it is saying goodbyes. I'm not really good at that. I'm quite a sensitive soul. So saying good, like meeting these fabulous people and then saying goodbye. But then there's always the chance. No, but this is the life of a freelancer, yes, really. You're exactly. moving on and you're yes. moving and it's, yep. it is exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's that constant movement and that change. I, I do well with change. A lot of people, I don't know, yeah. do well with it. But I really love the change. I love the just like the constant movement, right? Yeah. But it is interesting also when you're working, say you go to work with a, a company somewhere, mm -hmm. maybe you're the principal and yep. you're uh, dancing with a different company. You have to link very closely with people quickly. Yes. And it's those bonds. I mean, I've just been doing it myself because mm -hmm. we had uh, uh, a whole group of people here from Dresden and we were doing the war. Wow. And you bond very quickly with people. And it is hard to say goodbye because it's been a special moment yeah. in your life. And very emotional. Yeah. And yeah. very emotional. And you're completely uh, open and attached yes. to these people for a few weeks. Yes. And you exchange a lot of experiences, and suddenly it's all over. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then, so that, but that's the most beautiful thing is um, getting to know someone in such a short time, and especially in dance and music. It is. It's very intense. It's very intense because you're drawing on your own emotions. You've, it's very physical, and it's it's very fast, and then boom, done. So you know, yeah. But it's that. But that's the most powerful thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. So you've got lots of friends all over the world. I now. do. Yeah, 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 I do. Well, and I guess you get home blues. And this is from An American in Paris by George Gershwin. You talked about that uh, recently. And The Five Browns with Chris Botti. Home blues from An American in Paris by George Gershwin. The choice of Aaron Smythe, who is a dancer, who's my guest in People of Note. Aaron, do you have a particular style of dancing that you enjoy more than others? Or do you do classical ballet, modern ballet? What Just give us an idea of what you do. Yeah, so I do ballet, uh, primarily ballet and contemporary. Uh, I enjoy, to be honest, and I do tap as well. I started out with tap. And I enjoy, I think it's that constant, I don't, I really like experimenting with lots of different styles and I think that they all help one another. And ballet is the foundation, I think, of all dance genres. But uh, I like branching out for sure, and uh, it's 
it's really great to move your body in uh, lots of different ways. And give us an idea of what we can expect in Benghazi. So that is uh, contemporary and ballet, actually two forms um, kind of colliding in one force of nature. <laughs> So it's a sort of crossover. It's a crossover for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, and it's is there lots of that in ballet and dance at the moment? Yes, absolutely. I think a lot of companies around the world are branching into, you know, uh, experimenting with music and uh, ballet and contemporary. It's like infused and, you know, just to keep up with the times and with the audience too. Do you think audiences are looking for something new? In a way, I think yes. Uh, I guess there's some, only so many times you can see Swan Lake, and you know, and Nutcracker, yeah, and Nutcracker, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's always. But you've I think, done all of those. As I've well. done all of them. Yes, yeah. yes. So I think, uh, oh yeah, and I think there's there's always a new audience. There's always a young audience, and I think um, people just want to be entertained, and uh, and obviously keeping up with the change, and yeah, yeah, reinventing yourself. Where, if there was a centre of ballet in the world, mm -hmm. where would it be, do you think? Uh, there's a very strong um, pull in London. I think there's uh, London is a fantastic centre for ballet and New York. I think London, New York is kind of the ultimate. And I guess Russia. I mean, everyone has their own opinion, right? Yeah. It's very um, open to discussion, but yeah. But I'd it's say. that sort of axis, Russia, Yeah, even London, Paris, gosh, Paris. Even Paris just that, too? Yeah, Paris, I mean, so many amazing companies and institutions, aren't yeah. they? Uh, I guess, it, yeah, it's very personal, right? Yeah. And have you danced in Paris? I, oh, no, I actually, no, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, which, so so there's, I, there's a world. There's to, something to explore to for sure. Yeah, to, I'd love yeah. to, yeah. Well, we talked about uh, Nutcracker and about the fact that you can only see it so many times. Yes. But here is the Pas de Deux. And it's the London Symphony Orchestra, the music, of course, by Tchaikovsky, Richard Bonning, the conductor. That was the pas de deux from The Nutcracker by Tchaikovsky, the London Symphony Orchestra under Richard Bonning. The choice of Aaron Smythe, who's my guest in People of Note. He's visiting South Africa from his base <clears throat> in London or L.A. or South Africa or wherever <laughs> he happens to be at the moment or his suitcase. Yes. Uh, because you're a traveling dancer do you once you've done something like ballet meets jazz which is just finished now at the peter turin theater monte casino or coming up is benghazi do you sometimes think okay now i'm going to go back to something standard like nutcracker or are you always happy to look for something new is it a relief yeah. sometimes to do something well known Yes, it is. And actually, fun fact on that Nutcracker note, uh, the new Disney Nutcracker is coming out, and I'm actually the Snow Cavalier in it. <laughs> so that's um, with um, Mr. Copeland, Morgan Freeman, Kieran Knightley. So it's a really fun yeah. cast that's coming out in two weeks, actually. So, um, and yeah, it is, it's all, and I'm actually going to go on a Nutcracker tour in the States okay. um, after this. So, yeah, it's very. Very, and that's uh, a, an absolutely standard nutcracker. That's a standard nutcracker, yeah. 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 And okay. when you say a tour, how long is this? This is about four weeks, uh, and I will guest with four different uh, companies. So that's really fun. So, yeah, to answer your question, it is kind of nice to go back to standard ballet or, you know, something very classic. Yeah, yeah. and mix which, it up Which is sort of in your legs. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. I, can I mean, just I, go I'm thinking of singers now. They say, you know, it works in their voice. Yeah. Where they don't have to think too much about exactly it. Yeah. i kind of just could 
arrive and do it straight away. It's kind of in my body, yeah. in my bones. So, and the choreography from one company to another is the same. Uh, yes. Or yes. similar, it's anyway. Very, very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just kind of tweak it um, yeah. to suit your needs. And that's quite quick and easy, that process. Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a, a world that I'm not all that familiar with. So it's mm. quite interesting to hear that, that mm. you can just move from one company to another and it's more or less the same. Yeah, especially the classics like Swan Lake, Don Quixote, Nutcracker. Capelia, all, all these yeah. wonderful classics. They're very similar. Yeah. The Pas de Deux would be um, like the, the Sugar Plum like in the Nutcracker, yeah. the Sugar Plum Fairy, and the Prince Pas de Deux is kind of very the same everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. What about more athletic ballets like Romeo and Juliet, for mm-hmm. example? I mean, and it must depend on the size of your partners, the people you're dancing with, because I mean, some dancers must be more athletic than others. Yep. So you have to make adjustments, I'm sure, for that mm-hmm. sort of thing, or taller or shorter people. Exactly. Yeah. So if, you're, um, my, if your dance partner is taller, yeah, you just have to make adjustments. Yeah. And um, yeah, Romeo and Juliet, oh my goodness, that, there, there's a beautiful balcony pas de deux scene, but it's the most athletic. It's about 10 minutes long and you're dying <laughs> at the end. You're on the floor and it's only the end of act one. And you're like, oh my goodness, how can I go on for two more acts? But yeah, it's very, it's very athletic. You're listening to People of Note on Classic 1027. I'm Richard Cock, and my guest is Aaron Smythe, who's dancing at the Peter Turin Theatre in Monte Cassino. It's just about 7 o'clock. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after this. That was the Act 1 pas de deux from Romeo and Juliet, music by Sergei Prokofiev, and that was the orchestra of the Royal Opera House Covent Garden under Mark Ermler. The choice of Aaron Smythe, who's my guest in People of Note. Classical ballet, as opposed to the more athletic type ballet of Romeo and Juliet, for example, mm-hmm. uh, you say ten minutes you're on the stage. That's quite a long time. Yes, yes, and, it and, is. And you're pretty finished at the end of that. You're completely finished. There's no, especially even halfway through, you're, you're like you're carrying this beautiful ballerina across the stage. There's lots of partnering and lifting and stuff, and your legs are just you know falling beneath you, but you still have to go on. It's kind of, and. Our job as a dancer is to make it look as effortless as possible so the audience doesn't really know what you're feeling. Well, now, I'm going to yeah. ask you, because dancing obviously in itself keeps you fit, but do you have to have a sort of fitness regime other than the dance? Not re- I mean, the, it's very personal and yeah. individual. Um, to be honest, I when it's full, when I'm dancing six or seven hours a day, you that don't keeps really... keeps you pretty fit. <laughs> it keeps it pretty fit. <laughs> like, who wants to go and do extracurricular activities yeah. after that because it is very exhausting but i guess when you're when you're off or it's very very relaxed um you're not dancing so much yeah i'll go have a swim i'll go to the gym yeah i was gonna say what do you do to relax because it's as you say it's very intense yes yeah so what do you do to relax i'll go get a massage get some physio um Go for a walk. Go to Choby Game Resort. Yeah, go to Choby. Yeah, go, go hop on a safari. Uh, yeah, yeah, just... Uh, I yeah. Love, I love watch a movie. Here. Yeah, watch a movie. Just chill, completely chill. Yeah. Get horizontal. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you need it after all this incredible, intense activity. Yeah. Now, we've talked quite a lot about Benghazi, and here is some music from Benghazi by Nick Payton. That was called Benghazi, which is the title of the... Uh, show that Aaron Smythe is in at uh, the Monte Cassino Theatre starting on Wednesday. Is Nick Payton here in South Africa? The chap who wrote the music? Uh, No, not that I'm aware of. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, but it sounds, it's a very South African name, Benguengazi. Yes, it is. It took me yeah. a while to pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> um, and is it interesting music to dance to? Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah. I really um, enjoy uh, it. There's moments that you just go, oh, my goodness, I'm just so taken away, you know, into your own land. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been and beautiful. And do people write music for particular dancers? I mean, has anyone said, I want to write a piece for you? Uh, funnily enough, funnily enough, um, I yes, yes, which has been a huge honour, and it's very exciting to see what they come up with because or you kind of um, there's because in dance it's very musical and there's certain accents you can sort of articulate with your body, uh, so yeah, it's very exciting when someone comes up to you and said, "Hey, I want to commission a piece for you," uh, but uh, normally it's really easy to kind of yeah. find. Some yeah. music to dance to. Existing yeah. music, yeah. But uh, this this is new to you, Nick Payton's yes, music. Yes, yeah. yes, I haven't heard him before. Well, and we heard one there, Benghazi, and here's Life Throws Us Gates of Remembrance. This is from the same show, Benghazi. That was Gates of Remembrance by Nick Payton, who has written the music for Benghazi, which is happening uh, from Wednesday to Sunday of this coming week. And featuring in that is Aaron Smythe. Are the rest of the company local dancers or are there other visitors from other parts of the world? Uh, all the rest are local. Yeah, South yeah. African dancers, yes. And how do you find our South African dancers? Uh, beautiful. Uh, just wonderful energy to work with and so talented. And, yeah, it's just a, a beautiful um, mix of um, talented artists that we're working with. So yeah. it's a great company. Yeah. And uh, have you, are there some, there are no other visitors because I know Dirk often brings people from Cuba. Yes, also. yes. He's a um, fabulous tie with Cuba. Yeah. And my goodness, the Cuban dancers are. Are they something special? They are something special for sure. I just wonder so why incredible. that is. Uh, they just seem to encourage dance yeah, in Cuba. Yes, and they, yes, they do. And I, um, all the companies that I've worked with, there's just been, there's always that little niche of Cuban dancers that are just so incredible. And is also, this all around the world? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, especially the training. I remember I was um, competing at the USA International Ballet Competition, and I happened to have a Cuban trainer or teacher for that. And she just whipped me into shape. It was just like, whoa, I've never worked so hard in my life. Um, so, yeah, they really um, they take it seriously and yeah. they um, their training methods are very unique and individual. Um, so, yeah, it's an amazing way to You've train. also mentioned several times dance competitions. Yes. Just tell us about this aspect of your work. Yeah, so uh, when you're kind of uh, in your early teens or... Um, there's competitions around the world, just like as any, I guess, genre or um, anything, like I don't in music as Not well. Music. So um, there's these there's international ballet competitions where you can compete, and also there's you can win prize money, and uh, it's just another way to make connections and contacts, and that's uh, how I've actually managed to um, have a career um, being freelance, is meeting all these wonderful contacts throughout the world doing these competitions. So do you still do them? No, no. no, no I've, I've kind of reached the age bracket. It's like, <laughs> no, it's done. Enough competing for me. But um, I have, I've done about eight of them, which yeah. has been, and I mean, people have, it's, they're pros and cons, but for me, they've worked um, wonders and I've meddled at, um, I think, every one of them, which has been very exciting. And uh, yeah, the, the, you get to dance on all these wonderful opera houses throughout the world. And yeah, you just get to meet them. And of course, people. then... Uh, 
people who are involved in the dance world see you and say, yes. okay, come and dance in so and so and so and so. Absolutely. And, and um, it's worked like that and for it's you. It's worked, exactly. And there's been um, artistic directors on the panel, and I've seen people just be here's a job, you know, yeah. uh, come work for my company. So um, it is very, that's the the pro to, um, you know, competing in these competitions. Well, we talked a little earlier about Coppelia. Here's the Prelude and Mazurka, the music by Leo Delib. Prelude and Mazurka from Act One of Coppelia by Leo Delib, the new Philharmonia Orchestra under Sir Charles McCarris, the choice of Aaron Smythe, who's my guest in People of Note. Aaron, do you still get to go back to Australia to dance there? Uh, I actually haven't, uh, not recently, but I've I do run a uh, my own show in Australia. I've done uh, called Dance for Humanity. It's kind of a non profit, and we give um, we all proceeds go to a local charity or organisation. So that was the last time I danced in Australia. And have you been back to Gold Coast to dance? Uh, Yes, that was um, that's when was, I, is that where it happens? That's where on the Gold Coast in my hometown. So okay. I haven't actually danced back in Australia for a, yeah. quite a while. And when you go back to uh, Gold Coast, is there a dance school there that you came out of that you can sort of link up with? Yes, and uh, unfortunately they have uh, closed the doors at the uh, moment. But um, there's so many dance schools on the Gold Coast, which I can go in. I often teach or um, I just go and take class. So, yeah. You enjoy teaching? Yes and no. Uh, uh, I feel like I do have a lot to give back and yeah. I'd love to. And uh, I think as I get older, I, um, I see I'd love to certainly teach as well, yeah. much more. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's very important to to give back where, you know, where you've come from. Exactly, uh, yeah. And it's it's a wonderful feeling, actually, to say, you know, this is what I've managed to yep. achieve. Exactly, this yes. This is where you can go, yes, you say to young people. Yeah, and yeah. I must say I've um, accumulated um, a lot of knowledge throughout my career, yeah. and I can't wait to learn more. And just to give back, it's just, um, it's like giving and receiving. And it's, um, I think, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's very powerful. Well, you've sort of mentioned that part of your life is spent in L.A., and this will remind you of that, the Stars and Stripes Forever. Wow, some wonderful patriotic music, the Stars and Stripes Forever, John Philip Sousa. That was the Philharmonia Orchestra under Ephraim Kurtz. Funnily enough, Ephraim Kurtz used to conduct fairly regularly here in South Africa too, really? so wow. it's, it's interesting to see him appearing in another guise here with the Philharmonia Orchestra. Do you perform a lot with, still with live orchestras, or do you often perform with uh, recorded music? Uh, it's a bit of both, but to be honest, uh, mostly live, which yeah. is really, really so incredibly, uh, the feeling of it, you know. just It's very different. It's very different, yeah. and it's like we're all as one, and it's, uh, yeah, it's extremely And what have wonderful. you got for the show in Monte Cassino? We are... Actually, Bally Meets Jazz is with Live, and yes. they're on stage, and it's very, very fun. And uh, Beningazi? Beningazi is uh, recorded. Recorded. Yeah. Yes, because we heard those two pieces by Nick Payton. Yeah, so I guess one has to do it with both because it's just a, a cost factor very often. Completely. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, very expensive. <laughs> it is. Live musicians cost. Yes. Um, and... Uh, obviously, you've performed uh, with the Royal Ballet. I'm sure they they have their own yeah, orchestra. They have their own orchestra, and yeah. Joffrey certainly do. And yep. American Ballet Theatre also have 
Yes, yeah, their, their own, own orchestras. Orchestra. Yes, yes, and also in American Paris, we had our own orchestra every night. Yeah, and uh, that's a big orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, um, and it's it's so interesting with live music. Uh, some some nights it can be very slow, and then some is like very fast. So it kind of keeps you on your toes. You don't yeah. know what you're going to get at get. So it's and it's is really it ever funny. just in the groove? Ah, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very interesting because. There's that famous comment from, I don't know whether it was Sir Thomas Beach or something. Well, is it going to be too fast or too slow yeah, tonight? Exactly. Yeah. So you're like, okay, it's, it's up to the gods, you know. Yeah. So I just don't know. I just got to go. You have to go. You go that. with the flow. You have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's, but it's exciting too. And I think uh, the, the physicality of live music is something very special because yeah. I'm sure the vibes get set up, you know, because the, the – the orchestra is very often under the stage. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah. And and you can sort of feel it coming through. Yeah, the you feel the vibrations yeah. and like the yeah. um the energy of the conductor. It's just like wow, yeah. and you're like, yeah. it's just amazing. And yeah, and you feed off each other. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's wonderful. Well, uh, here's uh, from a film called The Nutcracker: Fall on Me. Andrea and Matteo Bocelli performing Fall on Me. Choice of music is always an interesting thing, and you can dance to almost anything, can't you? Yes, yes. I mean, that sounds a stupid thing to say, because uh, some things must lend themselves more easily to dance than others. But I've been to quite a lot of dance shows, and it's amazing what people choose to dance to. It is. It's fascinating, actually, yeah. Yeah. And, And particularly here in South Africa, because we have you know, indigenous music and we have Western music and we have music from the rest of mm. Africa. And it seems that people can choose almost anything to mm. dance to. And they do. It's amazing what inspires people. It is. And I sometimes I go, oh, why did they choose that? <laughs> and then other times it's just like, oh, wow. And I, I, um, I really have a connection with music too. I really, um, it has to be something that moves me. And I, if I don't like something, I won't dance well to it. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's really important to choose something that um, you like and and also what um, the audience will like, you know, just like something that moves you, you just know. Did you ever play a musical instrument yourself? I used, oh gosh, in junior school, I played the violin for like a hot second and then the trombone, <laughs> oh, funnily enough. So, um, and the recorder, we all had to play that. Oh, I that. see. So you went through the whole Went through, gamut, yeah. yeah. In, um, in um, school in Australia, we were like, yeah, had to play an instrument. So... Music is quite big there. Yes, yes, yes. They have a a wonderful orchestra. Yeah. And at that Sydney Opera House, my goodness, isn't it like the most magical? um, It's the most. And I just see it. It was um, featured recently in the Invictus Games. Really? Yeah, because the uh, I was just watching the news, and there I saw uh, Prince Harry and Meghan. That's right. The royal family uh, are there. They're really there, and, (laughs) and sort of. The backdrop was that amazing building. Yeah, it's 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 one of my favourite opera houses for sure. And being inside the acoustics, oh my goodness! I was going to say, inside is it as interesting inside as it is outside? Yes, it's it's kind of like this hollow yeah. uh, den, if you will, yeah. and this ma- beautiful stage, and it's just just so the ceilings just go up. It's yeah. just amazing. And uh, I haven't been in there with an orchestra, but I've just it's just absolutely yeah. wonderful. So the the surroundings that you work in, do they? Do you feed off them as yes. well? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I love going into a theatre or a um, soundstage or anything. It's just I um, I draw inspiration from it for sure. Yeah. 
Well, we talked about music from Africa. Here's a slightly different take on Summertime by George Gershwin. This is Angelique Kidjo. Some sounds of Africa. That was Summertime by George Gershwin, but in a new take on it by Angelique Kidjo, a wonderful singer from uh, North Africa. I've often thought that the adagio in G minor by Albanoni, uh, and it probably has been danced to, but it, it seems to lend itself a slow and stately piece. Um, have you got any favorite composers that you like to dance to, or is it just the piece that's happening at the time? Oh, yeah, just the piece that's happening yeah. at the time. I um, There's some great works for Philip Glass. Yes. And um, to be honest, I really love cinematic. You know the scores from... Uh, films and yeah. soundtracks there's this um composer Hans Zimmer I just I, I just absolutely infatuated by his music yeah. um yeah just uh yeah I kind of just don't really have one favorite composer I kind of love to research and see what comes yeah Hans Zimmer has written some fantastic yeah, stuff yeah just though. amazing yeah. I just like well I'm just on it on this journey you know yeah. when I listen to his music yeah. well let's listen to some now that was Rain Man by Hans Zimmer and my guest, Aaron Smythe, was saying how much he enjoys the music of Hans Zimmer from the many films that he writes for. Actually, yes. film writing is a uh, music writing for films mm -hmm. is a very special skill, I think. And very often the music uh, can be quite static mm -hmm. because it's like background music. Yeah, exactly. But some of it is also very exciting. I'm thinking of like Pirates of the Caribbean, yes. which is hectic stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, when you put... I guess the acting to music it really completes it, yeah. right? It's just and, like, and as a dancer, as you a are providing that. Really, yes, you are exactly. providing the the visuals to go mm -hmm. with the music, even though they they may be different to what was originally conceived. Exactly, yeah. And uh, just to tell you again that Aaron Smythe, my guest in People of Notice, here for two productions, one of which has happened already at the Monte Cassino Theatre, uh, Peter Turin Theatre at Monte Cassino, which was Ballet Meets Jazz. There's another one coming up now, which is Benghazi, which runs from Wednesday to Sunday. And I'm sure the booking is through the theater. And it's put on by Dirk Badenhorst. Yes, Mzanzi Ballet. Mzanzi yeah. Ballet. Yeah. So if you want to find it on the, on the web, Mzanzi Ballet or Benghazi. And that's B-E-N-G-I-N-G-A-Z-I, Benghazi. So that's all happening at the theater. And... Is there another visit planned for you to South Africa? Uh, not, uh, not, not that I know of, <laughs> but I, I really do hope to um, continually. Come but I mean, back. if you've yeah. been here fifteen times already in the last eight years, there must yeah. surely be something coming up yes. at some stage. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I like. To, I hope. To so, so, where do you go on to from here now? I, um, I'm heading to LA, and I start my uh, United States uh, Nutcracker tour. So I'm, I'm going to Fresno, California. Uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Tennessee, and back to LA, and then home for Christmas in Australia. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So that's kind of my... Home to mama. That, yes, home to mama. That's kind of my light plan until uh, the end of the year, which yeah. is really exciting. And in ballet, do you book far ahead? I mean, are people already approaching you about things in 2019, 2020? Yes, can can be, or it can be literally I've gotten an email um, the week week of, can you come in? And like, oh, sure, my my schedule's free. So yeah. it's very, uh, it's very, you know, yeah. up in the air. Yeah. But yes, sometimes people can book you a year in advance or whatever the needs are. Yeah. 
And in your downtime, mm-hmm. uh, do you just like to be at home and just yeah, I'm, relax? I'm, yeah, I'm kind of a hermit, to be honest. I'm, uh, I love... I love food. I love going exploring restaurants, and I love being in nature. Um, and is lo- it good around Gold Coast? Yes. Oh my yeah. god! And I, I love the beach. I just love, you know, just staring at the ocean. And uh, yeah, I really love. I love just being quiet and getting still because a lot of my, um, I guess my career is very frenetic and hectic sometimes. So I think striking a balance is key for me. Yeah. And your final choice is by Henry Mancini. It's the main theme from Thornbirds. Some more film music from Thornbirds by Henry Mancini. That was played by the Interlude Orchestra. The final choice of Aaron Smythe, who's my guest in People of Note. That's the program you're listening to on Classic 1027. And just to say again that that's Benghazi is coming up this week uh, from Wednesday to Sunday at the Peter Turin Theatre at Monte Cassino. So if any of you would like to see Aaron Smythe, that's where he'll be dancing uh, this week. But you can catch him, it sounds like, all around the world. If you're in L.A. or London or Paris or (laughs) Johannesburg, wherever it is, you can find him dancing. And it's been a real pleasure to have you on the program. Thank Thank you you for being here with us. My pleasure. It's been wonderful. And uh, I hope you have a good tour with Nutcracker and then good time at home. Yes, in the sun. With home (laughs) cooking. Do you enjoy things like cooking? Yes, I've I've begun to. um, uh, Yes, there's a kind of a mindful approach to it, right? I mean, you said you like restaurants and food. Yes. But uh, cooking for yourself is also quite fun. Yeah, it is. Yes. And then you kind of know what you're eating, don't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And it's fun to prepare it yourself and, yeah. then, and then eat it. I enjoy cooking too. So we hope you have some of that when you're at home with your family. But thank you for being in South Africa. Thank you for joining us here in the My studio. Pleasure. And I hope it all goes well with Bengi Ngazi and I hope that I can come and see you too. Yes, please do. We'd love to have you there. So there we are. That's it for this week. And thank you at home for listening. Thanks to Pitt for helping us put it all together. And until next time, from all of us here at Classic 1027, we wish you a very good night.